Welcome you guys to another episode of Real Estate Unscripted. I am your host, Matt Hornaday. I've got my business partner, David White, to the side of me, and we're gonna hit you guys with another episode of Amazing Facts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Today, what I wanted to talk about was um, just in general, like where we're at in the market, right? Um, so we work with a lot of sellers, we work with a lot of buyers in this market as well throughout ourselves and our team, and we really try to analyze and keep a pulse on what's going on in the marketplace. And so that's what I want to talk about today, yeah. right? Um, so a couple of things like what we've been seeing, which has been really interesting, and I've seen a lot of news coming out on it recently, is that uh, there are more listings that are coming onto the market right now, yeah. which is crazy because when we were talking, we're getting a couple more calls from some of our past clients. They're actually looking to sell their home right now. Yep. Uh, what we've noticed from that was that it's not necessarily like, I would say maybe one third so far have been people that are saying like, I'm just trying to cash out in this market. But outside of that, it's really been a ton of life events that are driving everything that's going on with these people that are looking to move. Like I think one person was, they wanted to downsize. Another person has a personal life event that's causing them to make that decision. Um, but other than that, like really, it's been a lot of that. I don't, what are you seeing on your side? You know, good point. You know, I would say that if you, not only do we, um, you made a statement that, you know, we see it in the news or we see that, but we also study the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. We study the statistics, you know, quarter over quarter, month over month, um, which gives us, you know, you know, good thumbs on the pulse of where we're going. Um, but more importantly, the media kind of, the media kind of portrays it as, you know, sellers are like, hey, I want to sell my house. You know, I bought a thousand <laughs> and I just listed it for a million dollars. Right. And, you know, and that's just completely not true. You mm -hmm. know, um, to your point, people have these different seasons of life they're going through, like college. My kids going to college. And, you know, the one that you and I've talked about, like just over the years are um, family. One of the children are going to college and they're like, yeah, so what we're going to do is buy a home next to their college uh -huh. in college town, the right? move. <laughs> just so we could kind of be closer <laughs> to them. I, I, it, I, that was extremely new to me. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone who has, um, you know, college, college age kids, it was just like, hey, yeah, yeah, go as far as you really want to go. It's <laughs> totally fine. And let me know when you need me. But, um, you know, we've had this specific category of um, clients who are like, nah, my kid's going to go to college and you know, Florida and we're from California. So we're just going to buy a home in, you know, California. And it's not that people are, you know, it's, it's not what the news is portraying with the whole, oh, I want to sell my house more and more and more and more. You know, people are having those particular life events. And mm -hmm. that's something that we have noticed. And it's good to kind of put that out there because you know, a group of people that are watching this that are, weren't part of the huge, you know, hot market wave, right? Mm -hmm. They just know they bought their home. They have no life event. It just didn't make sense for them to sell their home. Where were they going to go? There was no motivation or no qualifier to get them to, you know, go and buy another home. And what the hot market has consists of, of just people who just needed to move, right? Yeah. And just needed a home. Yep. And, or to your point, you know, you have investors who, have sat on properties for 10, over a decade, right? And this was a great market for, you know, that cardboard box with stucco on it that's sitting on, you know, a 500 square foot piece of land mm -hmm. is now worth, you know, $400,000. It was just- Maybe a, more like 5,000 square yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good opportunity for them to literally, you know, capitalize on their investment. Yeah, there's been a lot of that going on. I think also what we end up seeing is like, 
as Airbnb, VRBO, these all um, you know daily and seasonal rentals. As that business has continued to grow, and, and Airbnb reported their numbers, and they had phenomenal numbers, I believe, uh, for their last quarter. Like, um, as that business continues to grow, it's also eliminating additional homes in our marketplace. Yeah. And so, like, I, I definitely think that that's been a big factor that's been impacting what's been going on. And I know it one as an as an investor myself, right? but even trying to get another property, yeah. right? Everybody else is fighting for the yeah. same thing to do the exact same thing. And so it's just, that that's definitely taken a toll on the overall inventory in this market, but um, it just seems like maybe, maybe at least what the numbers reported in April is that we had a little bit of an uptick yeah. of inventory increasing in the market, and which is great for our buyers, right? Where we've been at for the past, um, almost two years is you're submitting offers at or significantly above asking and you're waiving as many contingencies as you possibly can. Yeah. And so if we see an increase in inventory, our buyers are going to be in a position where um, they may not have to waive all of these contingencies or they may not have 20 offers that they're competing with on every single offer. Of course, it's not going to happen in one day, right? Yeah. It's going to take time. But this is, it's, it's awesome because it's sounding like it might create a great opportunity for these buyers. And of course the sellers, sellers are still in a great position to mm -hmm. still make a crap ton of money on their home in comparison to what they could have sold it for 10 years ago, two yeah. years ago, whatever. Um, and so they're still in a good position. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I, we've needed this shift in the market and so I'm hoping it continues to go this way because one, we need more inventory, mm -hmm. right? We've got buyers on deck that are ready to pull the trigger and just waiting for a property. Yeah. But with one month of supply, it's a struggle. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what I will say too, to be very clear, the buyers that are waiting for a property because they just want as opposed to need. Any of our clients who need properties, like we've been experts at, that's it. They're, they're done. We get them in their home. We take the photos, we make them happy, they're good to go. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I hear a lot of agents who are struggling with, oh, you know, for example, one of our last listings and the agent who came in at, you know, 12.30 a.m. in the morning and was mm -hmm. like, hey, look, I have a buyer X, Y, and Z, and sorry, you know, we've already kind of moved forward, and uh, oh, I've had this buyer now for several months, X, Y, and Z, and, you know, had a very aggressive offer, and it was, Hey, why have you had that buyer for uh -huh. several months, right? Yeah. Like I've seen property over the last several months equivalent to the one that we're listing that your buyer could have purchased. And um, so we've done a really good job at people who really need properties. Yeah. It's the wants. And yeah. I recently received a few text messages, about half a dozen, because the market right now is heading to this direction where you see um, you know, a, de a decrease in um, listing prices, right? Mm -hmm. And But it's a combination of a lot of different things. So it kind of gives off this false sense of um, the market is declining, which I believe it is coming to a point where we're actually, it will have a correction, right? Mm -hmm. But right now what we're seeing are just either the sellers or the seller's agent just being, you know, getting a little ahead of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we'll give a little bit of secrets also away. You, when you list a house, you list a home for where you believe its, its value is based on comps, right? Mm -hmm. and Hold on one second. Um, this is a great opportunity for you guys to go ahead and get your notepads, get a pen. <laughs> he said the secret sauce is coming, so you, you're gonna wanna write this down. <laughs> so when you list a home and you have a reasonable seller, you wanna list a home based on comps, right? And 
um, you list it based on comps and hopefully a buyer comes through, they see the value of the home, it makes sense from an appraisal standpoint, X, Y, and Z, and you work out a deal and it's done. Um, what agents have seen in this market, typically everything goes 25 to 30,000 above whatever the listing price is. Mm -hmm. So sellers and some agents see that and they say, for example, we're listing a home for, let's just say $1 million, right? And we see that, you know, in that particular community, the last person that listed at 950 or, you know, at 970 received 20 to $30,000 more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your home is worth one mil based on the comps and what the um, sellers and the sales representatives are doing is they're listing that home now at 1.1, mm -hmm. right? And so they're listing at this high price point where it's really worth about maybe 990, you know, around that standpoint. Yeah. And so, this whole secret sauce of what is a hot market and this market is hot is for the most part, all the agents that were listing in 2021, right? They were listing it based on what this home value was. Mm -hmm. And then demand came in and said, all right, you know, let's just say we're listing your home, um, listing your property if you're watching this and you own, and you know, we know that your property is worth 900. So we listed at 900, all of a sudden we get an offer at 930, we get an offer at 940. Then somebody's like, no, I desperately need it. I'll give you 950, you know? Mm -hmm. That is what the, the, the recipe of the hot market is. It's not what is currently happening now where in that same exact scenario, um, you know, the sellers and their representatives are saying, hey, my neighbor listed at 900, it got 980. We're just gonna come on the market at $1 million. Yes. And so a lot of people are doing that. And real estate is just, you know, you give you an analogy, it's just kind of like the stock market, right? You know, the market speaks, the market tells you how much your home is worth. When you all of a sudden just say, hey, I'm worth a million dollars, you know, uh, you have to be a little humbled and just list your house at, you know, a fair price. Mm -hmm. And buyers will come in and tell you how much it's worth from mm -hmm. there. But when you put it out of reach, one, you miss a whole category of buyers that are searching from 950 to 990, right? And you're I listed at your one, house one. Is worth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. right? And then what ends up happening, again, secret sauce is you list your house, you got a house that's worth 900, you list it at 900. And then what ends up happening is people come, they see your home, they want to see your home, it's a good value, then they get emotionally connected with it, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, not us because we don't operate this way hey our our seller wanted 900 for this home we're looking at getting 900 if we get nine hundred thousand dollars for this home we have done our job and we're walking out the door mm -hmm. somebody comes in and says 930 wow you're exceeding our expectations <laughs> then somebody else says hey look you know we're thinking about putting an offer in at 929 well you know you want to be our highest offer okay then they submit at 950 mm -hmm. and continue to keep that conversation it's not us saying hey if you want this home give us more give us yeah, more yeah. give us more it's not the seller saying hey give us more give us more give us more it's just that one you've listed it fairly and then people need it and they start bidding on it themselves when you start put it at 1 million and you're hundred thousand dollars off which is what we're currently seeing right now. Mm -hmm. We have sellers and their representatives looking at the market and saying, oh, in your neighborhood that sold that much. So we're gonna go above that. And you're not giving people the opportunity to come in, enjoy your home, see the value of it, and make that emotional initial offer. They're not even gonna see it because they're not looking up to 1.1 right? Like yep. they feel that the value for what they're looking for is at a million. Exactly. So you're too far off. 100%. So that's where this market is, is you got two things going on. You have that you see um, a lot of homes price dropping. Mm -hmm. But then when you and I look, it drops to where they should have listed it exactly. the first place. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I was on a few text message chains um, of people who 
um, want and not need a home, right? And just kind of waiting for the market to cool down or correct itself. And hey, David, I see Boca homes are dropping prices left and right. Okay, sweet. Give me a couple examples of what you're looking at. And they show me a few examples. And I'm like, why would they list that? for 100,000 above the mm-hmm. highest in the home and then call the agent, oh, well, we just assumed this home would bid up to that price, so we started there. No, just list it at fair value and let somebody tell you that they wanna pay that <laughs> price for it. And that's the difference, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm laughing because it, this is reminding me of a conversation that we had with a previous client who had bought a home and then perceived that the value is worth so much more than what they bought it for, right? Is it the one and I'm thinking of? It came in at 1.3. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> no, it originally thinking three million. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and adjusted awesome. accordingly. <laughs> well, not even accordingly, but adjusted down from there. Um, the property never necessarily hit the market, but they were trying to uh, present it out to potential investors and see if somebody would yeah. be interested in buying. What we call it public ever. options, public opinion, <laughs> yeah. public opinion. <laughs> and the public has not wanted that. But that's the thing, like. Um, I feel that, uh, and, and we knew this was going to happen, mm-hmm. and we talked about it like last year, right? Where what was going on was people were listing their properties at or around fair market value, and then they were getting this. And mm-hmm. then what was going to end up happening was that listing agents and sellers were going to say, hey, we need to start listing here, right? Significantly above even where the market is saying they'll pay for the home. Yeah. And once that started to happen, you are gonna have less buyers interested in this home at this price, yep. and then you're gonna sit on the market, right? And in yep. this market right now, if you're on the market for more than a week, yep. like your property is old Blood and it's in stale, the water. exactly. Blood in the water. You're not getting you're not getting gas price, mm-hmm. and that's why you see the price reductions that are currently happening now. Mm-hmm. So you know two things. One, you know we're not huge components of where home values are right now, right? We're not big on, yeah, yeah, if, you know, that house is worth 500. Nah, it was, you know, last year was worth 179,000. I don't know why it's a half a million right now. It makes right. no sense to us. <laughs> but Your that's one what, bedroom condo has yeah. not increased to $500,000 no, yet. But that's what they have it listed at. <laughs> but um, you have two things happening. Um, one, you know, with the increased interest rates, right? Um, it will start, you know, calming, you know, making a correction here, especially in um, the South Florida area. The prices will start having a correction, but also a majority of what we've noticed, uh, looking at the price, re- the reduction in prices are solely, they're just listed too high initially. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. somebody got a little ahead of themselves, and what has happened is you do have, you know, um, some of our some of our counterparts who kind of do this part time and. You know, hey, it's high. It's you know, it's crazy. And I have a friend. I have a friend of a friend and a family member. And let me list your house at this crazy price, right? Um, and it's all about you know, the person who's coaching and advising, right? Their motivation and ours is just a fair deal. What makes mm-hmm. sense? Listening to our clients, whether you're on the buyer side and the seller side, um, and coaching them on our expertise here in the market, right? Mm-hmm. What we constantly put in the work. You know, uh, for us, this is a full-time job. You know, we we're working in this. You know, at easily 70 hours a week looking at the numbers, looking at the data and the influx of inbound calls of people who just need our help and need our services. Um, and then just giving them, you know, a, a common sense approach and not looking at it from how much money can I make from you? Yeah. And that's why we're seeing, you know, my opinion, and that's why we're seeing a significant amount and, you know, decreasing. You know, it is a good opportunity, you know, seeing that decrease in price, you know, when I have buyers and it's like, hey, this one just dropped by $100,000, 
you know, unfortunately for the person who listed that property, you know, like you said, blood's in the market, mm -hmm. blood's in the water. It's mm -hmm. been on the market for more than seven days and you took a price reduction. Whew. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that in this market. No, nope, shame on you. <laughs> it's like when... <laughs> It's like in um in the animal kingdom, it's like seeing that limping prey. <laughs> Sorry. You're going. <laughs> Sorry, you're easy target now. <laughs> right, that lion's that's been sitting there waiting. You made a wrong He's move attacking. somewhere down the line, you know, and it does uh, speak to professionalism. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's um like I I feel that you know when we talked about this before, we talked about the sellers and we talked about the old style of real estate, right? Mm -hmm. Where you listed here. And you know you're expecting to get something below that yeah, number, right? Yeah. And then over the past couple of years, it was like, well, you listed here and it's going to end up coming up here. Yeah. But you didn't know what that difference was because yeah. this difference was whatever the market was bearing at that point in mm -hmm. time, right? Depending on how many buyers were flowing in to, at that point in time. And we've been going through that for the past couple of years. But then what ended up happening was it was like, okay, we listed here and the buyers may come in, we started getting some, some data, right? Yeah. So we could analyze and understand on average, a buyer's paying X percent above the list price, mm -hmm. right? Or above the fair market value of the home, right? And then um, sellers and listing agents started deciding like, yeah, they're willing to pay 5%, 10% over, but I'm gonna list the property 20% over that. And that's what ended up <laughs> yeah. creating this whole staleness in the market, right? For some listings, not all. Yes. This is a specific group. But um, it started creating a little bit of staleness for those properties where people were doing that. And those are the ones that were making those price adjustments. Which and, you can get to that 20%. That, that's the thing, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. That 20% that they listed it at is where they really want to be. Mm -hmm. But if you would have focused on the five, being at that 5%, right? Mm -hmm. You would have gotten to that if you know the market, if you know the industry and you're doing this all day, every day. Mm -hmm. You could have started at the 5% and inevitably, and that is your desire to, but inevitably the market speaks, it, it would have got you to the 20% that you were looking for in the first yep. place. Now you're up there like a lone wolf and you're not getting the transaction or the attention that you initially would have had if you just stuck at a fair market. And you know why? Because these people are looking for that one buyer. Buyers, yep. right? If you price it accordingly, you're gonna get an influx of offers, yep. which will increase the overall value of your home because obviously the demand has increased on that home. Mm -hmm. But the sellers that still have that old thought, like, I just want that one cash buyer. It's, yeah. it, it, it's always amazed me, yeah. right? And in this market, it's even more shocking. It's like, here's what we do. Like, when I was having a conversation with a, with a seller, um, a potential client, right, that we interviewed with, and, um, and I explained that to her and I said, Hey, here's the deal. We don't want to bring one potential buyer for your property. If your property is on the market for two weeks, we need to sit down and have a conversation, right? Because yeah. something's not working that we're doing, right? Yep. I know our marketing strategy. We analyze this stuff every single day, mm -hmm. right? So with everything that we're doing, our numbers show that we should be able to put you under contract in less than a week, yep. right? And so if we're on two weeks, and then pushing towards a month on the market, it's a red flag, something's going on. Yeah. And so what I was explaining to her was that we don't, we don't want one buyer for your property. We want this thing to, to have multiple offers coming in to the point that it turns into an auction, mm -hmm. right? And, and um, 
it's like what I always liken it to, or at least when I tell people about it, it's like eBay, right? Yeah. When they have the, um, uh, what is it? I haven't been on eBay in a while, so I apologize. <laughs> but uh, it's like when you're bidding, right? Yeah. And um, I've seen this before where like people were buy, trying to buy a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And they ended up buying the PlayStation for more than what they could have just gone to the store to get it for. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't an inventory shortage at that point in time with this, right? But it was the fact of feeling like you won, you know? Yeah. And this market had turned into that at one point in time where, and, and still kind of going on, but where people need to feel like they've won, right? And once they, like you were saying earlier, once they get vested into the property, once they submit an offer on the property and they put it on paper, they're vested. Yep. And that's what you're trying to get to as an agent, right? You want to get as many of those vested people mm-hmm. so that you can get your seller the maximum value for the home. But I if agree. you overlist it, that's going to cause a problem. And not just that. And so this is pro tip. You're taking notes, right? Right. So <laughs> um, in addition to that, in addition to that, you know, people, you know, who don't do a lot of real estate transactions, maybe this is their first time buying a home or selling a home, right? Mm-hmm. It might sound like we're saying, hey, we want a whole bunch of offers. But what happens when you get a whole bunch of offers and we're representing the seller side, right? Is that you know, um, in Florida, we have a, the far bar contract mm-hmm. and you have the different terms that are in the contract. The terms begin to change as well. And what's most important about it is, let's just say we're listing a home at a million dollars, right? And you know, earlier you mentioned people look for that one buyer mm-hmm. and you mentioned, hey, we want several buyers. You know, for the, you know, the noobs of this conversation might be, oh, they want several buyers, right? But when we're representing you and we're representing your home, and you know the several buyers even if we have several buyers at the one million price point what ends up changing are the terms of it mm-hmm. being able to get a larger skin in the game um, deposit mm-hmm. right being able to get a shorter inspection period mm-hmm. right being able to get a shorter closing time and so that's the importance as well knowing the market and getting several offers to just you know reach out to you know being grateful with all the people who are giving offers but saying hey let's just sharpen your pencil a little bit right you keep your price point the same but let make it more attractive to the person you know to the party that we're representing on the seller side right mm-hmm. be able to make sure that we not only are getting that offer but we have an offer that is you know exceeds our expectation in terms of being able to close and being confident that we can close and move that seller to, you know, that college town they want to go to, you know, <laughs> yep. to the retirement place they want to go to, you know, guarantee them that they don't have to relist and put their property back on the market. So that's also important to speak yeah. to as well, yeah. you know, because everybody just kind of hears, oh, you want a whole bunch of offers X, Y, and Z, but really behind closed doors for us, it's like, okay, let's just say we're not getting more than a million dollars for the million dollar price point, but we have several offers, then we're getting people to actually just try kind of change the terms of it, mm-hmm. you know, which puts our seller in a more of a comfortable space and, you know, no and they can schedule the movers to come move because they know this is going to come you know they know this house is actually going to sell and the worst thing you want to do in this market is be back on the market yeah yeah oh my <laughs> be god be on the contract yeah and because you haven't done your due diligence on the other side or you didn't get the best deal or you didn't put yourself out there where you had so many deals that you can make sure you had the best deal you're back on the market 14 days from now and so let's talk about that because i think the thing with that is that like Agents have to understand the contract, right? Mm-hmm. And they have to understand the ins and outs and literally emphasis on the outs, mm-hmm. right? That a buyer may have in a contract, right? And that's one of the things that, that we've tried to do in our business and, and really dive into like on our listings, 
what opportunities would a buyer have to get out of the property, right? Mm -hmm. To get out of the contract, free and clear, yeah. right? And this might segue into an, another category, why you need an agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug, oops, <laughs> right? But like, so a, a couple of things with this, right? So one of our listings, um, again, we were in the same situation, 20 offers, we got significantly above ask, um, and, and a lot of people are promoting like, we'll get, we can get you on finance deals, right? We can get you a loan commitment in X amount of days. Mm -hmm. People are waiving their appraisal contingency, right? But if you look at some of this stuff, okay, we can get you a perfect example, loan commitment in seven days. What that means is that, uh, the lender is saying that they're going to essentially be able to give you the thumbs up on this buyer and say, Hey, they're good to go. We don't have anything that's pending or eliminating us from actually being able to finance this buyer in that time period. Right? And that sounds great to the person who just dust off their license. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For us, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, hold on, cool. But there's other factors, yeah. right? If you're a loan commitment period, because like the, the old, like in Florida at least, our contract states that if you don't put a loan commitment time period in there, it's automatically 30 days, yeah. right? And so like early on, it was like, oh, I got a 21 day loan commitment. So yeah. I'm shortening the time. I'm yeah. doing a really good job. <laughs> then it was like, I got a 14 day loan commitment. So it's just great. And then seven day loan commitments came in. Mm -hmm. Now, like, I mean, there's some people that are even promoting like a three day loan yeah. commitment, right? Yep. But overall, the average or the most promoted one right now is like a seven day loan commitment, right? Mm -hmm. But what we've seen some of these people do is seven day loan commitment and they'll do a seven day inspection, mm -hmm. right? The reason why they're doing that is so that they can, oh, oh, in addition to that too, they're waiving their appraisal contingency, Yep. right? So the reason why they're doing that is that they're gonna get their inspection done mm -hmm. and their appraisal done in that seven days, right? Yep. They're gonna rush the appraisal, hurry up and get that done so that they can get that number back. Yep. If they don't like the number that comes from that appraisal, they're still inside their inspection period to be able to walk away from the deal, Yeah. right? So if you have an agent representing you uh -huh. <laughs> um, from the seller side <laughs> and they give you an offer that has a seven and seven, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, I think this is the best deal. And they're not really doing any negotiating on your side. That should be a red flag mm -hmm. to you, right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't accept that at all. That's um, risk. Yeah. It's too much risk for us. Um, we go aggressive on both sides, you know, yeah. on the seller's side, we make sure we're representing the best interest and on the buyer side as well. Um, in line with where the market is at as well. And mm -hmm. in line to in line with, um, you know, the seller's wants, needs, you know, the, you know, excuse me, the buyer's needs, the buyer's needs to move into a home, then we'll just be more aggressive. Like for us representing buyers, we're like, hey, you know, um, thankfully for our turnkey services that we offer, we, you know, we have a plethora of inspectors that can get a home inspected in 24 hours yep. or less. Right. So we can go with a one day inspection period. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, we're going, you know, above ask on every single deal. Other than that, it's just, you know, no point of, you know, trying to look for a home in this particular market. Um, unless we find that, you know, that outlier that's out there, somebody representing their own home and they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. and we get in there and build a relationship and we get that on the contract. But um, you definitely really want to have an experienced agent and not plugging that in. Right. Um, if you haven't been following us and listening to our videos, you know, I do this because I love to do it and I love to help people. Yep. Um, and I love to put people in homes and I love to help people capitalize on their asset and sell their homes as well, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a very rewarding feeling. Um, go ahead. And talking, I was gonna say, talking about that, like 
when we were we went through that huge phase of like contacting all of our network mm -hmm. and telling them like hey now is the time to refinance your mm -hmm. home we don't get any personal nothing, benefit from nothing that, from it <laughs> but it's literally just trying to help our people out right i remember a friend of mine i'm like you know i'm not trying to sell you on anything right like i don't get anything for this uh -huh. but i know you i know you i know you i know you know you you bought that home like 10 years ago and i remember you telling me about this five to six percent interest rate look man you know we have a really good solid network that we can um i'm won't even be part of the conversation, but just call, mm -hmm. you know, call a network and they'll get you refinanced and things of that nature. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're just here to help. You know, real estate is, you know, where our expertise are currently at right now. And um, whether it's from, you know, the lender side, from the inspection side, from the refinancing, whatever it may be. Um, you know, if you're looking for someone to actually help you and give you that, you know, that quality and that, you know, just very, you know, keeping it 100 percent with you advice. And, you know, we're definitely I feel like we have the great team you know all 100%. of our partners everyone are 100 percent in line with that particular culture for sure yeah yeah it's been um another secret sauce plug i might not give you guys the details behind it but um one of the things i was talking to one of our lenders the other day and he made a point of saying man i know that if i if if you guys send me a lead i get them approved we're going under contract in a month Right? Oh. or less right? <laughs> we might have talked to the same lender in the last couple of weeks 100 percent. yeah <laughs> but it's awesome yeah. and right and part of that is is our process right mm -hmm. and what we're trying to do for our clients because for us the focus is is that like we know the market mm -hmm. and we analyze this stuff like like every single day so yeah. that we can set them up to win right and again, like sometimes it's going to sound like it's crazy yeah. and like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My uncle, my uncle Bill would have told me not to do this. Yeah, right. Right. But <laughs> if you ride with us, like you're going to get the home and you're going to be extremely happy with what you got. We treat your money like too. it's ours. Exactly. You know, whether you're buying that $10 million property, or you're looking for a $50,000 condo, we treat it like it's ours. Mm -hmm. um, there's several times I walked into a home and look back at buyers that we call friends because that's what it turns out to be. And so not, we're not walking in here. This is, it doesn't look like the pictures. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> right. You know, where any other person representing that property would have said, oh, let's just give it a shot. Let's try to get you on the contract, get you on the contract. Nah, man. And we're like, no, let's make you happy. And, you know, our, we're always happy that you're happy. Right. And then um, inevitably what that turns into uh, is, you know, a lifetime friendship. Right. And then it turns into when that person gets ready to sell that home or leverage that asset or you know, a friend of a friend of theirs, they're always going to point to our direction. So, you know, if you do good and you put positive energy out in the air, it just comes right back to you. Yeah. Um, I think we're talking about the same lender. We are. That lender reached out to me and I'm, you know, I'm more the process procedure side of the house. And he was just, um, that lender was telling me like, David, you know, man, I had a, um, a huge lender of ours, right? Who are doing hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars worth of lending um, with this year alone. And he is the top performer in that particular group mm -hmm. right and they asked him why he was so successful and how he had so many people on the contract and uh, not on the contract but how many had um, so many people closing yep. and he pointed to our direction and said well these guys when they get approvals through us he recently a transaction I had with him um, we went in and we gave the property full ask and it was one of the examples that we were just alluding to um, maybe about four or five minutes ago in this conversation about 
um, somebody had listed the property well above fair value and I've um, I knew it I seen mm -hmm. it and um, I'm not gonna give away the secret sauce but I put jargging in my contract to make sure that once the appraisal did come back you know we'll be we'll be in a good spot mm -hmm. and um, what I did is in advance I had that conversation with the lender and said hey man just so you know it's not gonna close for you know 1.5 million dollars for example it's gonna close for 900,000 and he's like oh why is that because I put in the work I seen the comps blah blah mm -hmm. blah oh yeah no don't worry I had the conversation with the other agent I had a conversation with the buyer we're all on the same page and he regurgitated that example of like you know I'm always stuck with oh, this house didn't appraise. And then the agent's like, ooh, uh, uh, And uh -huh. then the other agent's like, oh, we need this and that. And he's like, <laughs> I'm doing all this fighting. And with you guys, you have set the buyer's expectation. You set the seller's agent expectation. You know, yep. you set the buyer's agent expectation. No matter what, you guys have, like, really set expectations from, you know, when you look at a whole process from initial offer all the way to close, um, I know that we do a good job at setting expectations from start yeah. to end, right? But it was also really good to hear that he sees that on his end. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm not gonna lie, when the appraisal came back, I freaked out and I was like, oh, wait, hold on. David reminded me and told me <laughs> that this wasn't gonna, hey, David, I, it came in really low. Are you sure this is not gonna be a problem? No, man, just keep running with it. We're good to go. Uh -huh. yeah, remind me, what did you talk about? I already set expectations all across the board, man. We're good to go. I knew it was gonna come in at 900. It was listed at 1.5. Don't worry about it. We're good to go. We're gonna close. And he's like, that is a good feeling. And yeah. I only experienced that with you, yeah. and Matt, and your entire, all of the partners that you guys have. So, you know, that is another importance of you know, using the services that we offer um, because we do this because we love to do it. 100%. And that's so it's it's honestly extremely rewarding to be in a situation where, you know, you've coached your buyer, your seller appropriately, and then also all other parties involved mm -hmm. um, where you see in this market, it's almost kind of like us versus them when you're dealing with, you know, buyer or seller on the other side. And I'm more like, let's wipe all that out and just say, hey, look, you know, you have a buyer or seller. I do as well. We want to move through this transaction. Let's represent them together yep. the best we possibly can. Yep. And let's get them both into pure happiness and kind of keep it moving. Um, and you find a, a selective few agents. plug. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you find a selective agents. Um, you know, we currently have a listing. And, you know, a couple of people call me. And I feel bad for them initially because I know they dealt with horrible realtors mm -hmm. before. And they're like, please tell me you do this. Please tell me that. Like, Relax. Look, I'm looking to, to get this thing closed. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're looking to get somebody off your hands. Let's work together. And, you know, let's figure out how to make that happen where everybody's happy. Um, exactly. You know, and that's what it's all about as opposed to, nope, nope, you're not paying me enough. Give me more. Give me more. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving you any information. Give me more. Like, people think that, of course, we don't give them all the nitty-gritty details, right? No, we definitely but operate morally and ethically. Exactly. Within line with But the, the thing about it is, is that what, what other agents are missing is that they feel like this needs to be a battle and a fight between us and them. Yeah. But it's not, it's no. a partnership, right? Like, hey, let's work together to get the end result that everybody wants. Yeah. Your seller wants to sell the property. My buyer wants to buy the property. We just gotta figure out what the numbers and the terms that make the most sense for the seller mm -hmm. and that work with the buyer to get this deal done, Yep. right? And being that person that like doesn't answer your phone, doesn't respond to questions that somebody might be asking to try and figure out what they need yeah, to do for a deal. Right. Like that is not helping your seller out, no. right? 
And so exactly what you were saying is what we try to do with all our, and granted, like, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm able to answer my phone every single time on every single call. The positive is, is that like I'm listed on the listing, you're listed on the listing. Mm -hmm. So if I can't answer it, then they'll call you and hopefully yep. between the two of us, they'll get, or if it doesn't work there, like if I see a missed call, I'm going to call them back. Yeah. Right. So that we could at least have a conversation about what's going on. Um, but it's like having that conversation and talking with these other agents and building that relationship. Um, it's important, right? And it's important for that individual transaction. But then you're going to, I mean, some of these people we're going to come across on other transactions down the road. Mm -hmm. One of our listings right now, um, there's a couple, at least three or four agents that I've either showed their property or yep. we've closed a deal together. Yep. Uh, listing right me. now yeah me too exactly yeah, right? it's like hey look you know you, you bought this for me i want to buy this <laughs> from you i'm like hey let's do it <laughs> right <laughs> and so it's like building that relationship and that partnership and then also just just delivering a phenomenal experience not only for your client mm -hmm. but for the other agent that you're working with on that transaction is so important yeah. and i think i feel that a lot of agents like you were talking about earlier are feel like it's a it's a competition yeah it's an internal one right mm -hmm. and so you know not to go off on a tangent for everyone but just so everyone's very clear on that in terms of like the services and what you get when you come to hwre group right um you know we just don't look at things that way right um our perspective is completely different from you know arguing back and forth and bickering and to your point we've even given up a small percentage of a point to another agent and just to get a deal done mm -hmm. And, you know, once you get the deal done and you have that conversation with the agent, you know, they realize they just only made an extra 500 bucks. <laughs> right. And we're like, yeah, great. <laughs> you know, but guess what? This family that's been living, you know, with their in-laws mm -hmm. for the last three years, saving up every drop of a dollar. That's so much more rewarding. And they're so happy we got them in, in their home and they were FHA deal on top mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Like that's gonna pay us 500 bucks in the next, you know, two to three decades. And we're not really worried about that. <laughs> and some. Yeah, and some. <laughs> so you actually get people who, you know, you get a team and a group here with us, um, which I really love that we created that culture from the, st from the top. As soon as we partnered, we kind of talked about that. I know I was more of a like, hey, here's what we're going to do, but I know mm -hmm. you, right? Yeah. But I, you still gotta spell it all out, right? <laughs> like we're, we're only going to be nice to people and do this because we love to do it. Yep. Um, and I think that makes a big difference and we're professionals at doing it as well. So, you know, you can't beat that. And then I don't think there's a client that can't call us a friend. No, not at all. No, not, not at, at all. all. Yeah. Our um, client appreciation parties are yes. well attended. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very well attended. And yes. so um, I'm looking forward to this year's yeah. one. It's going to be. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's the first one, probably, you know, first one, you know, since COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll actually be able to see some of the clients' faces and be like, who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, hold on. Hold it. Oh, I know you now. <laughs> <laughs> what probably? No, no, no. We know our clients. It's all good. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, no, it's it, it's awesome, and um, and I love that, and I love how, like, the relationships that we get to build yeah. with our clients is phenomenal. So, um, to high level the summary of where we're heading into, you know, right now it's spring, going into summer, you do have a mixture of both things. Right now, you have a mixture of um, the market is correcting; it just can't stay like this forever, right? You know, just the way, um, you know, history, you know, repeats itself and the way the local economy work, works and with inflation and things of that nature, you do have a correction coming. When that comes, 
experts are still theorizing it. So, you know, HWRE group right here now are <laughs> going to theorize it with you as mm -hmm. well. Um, but don't be, don't, you know, look at a lot of the reductions right now um, from our expertise and from us monitoring the numbers. Most of the reductions right now are just due to people who are overpricing their current, yeah. their homes and not listing at fair value. Um, just trying to get it, you know, get their home off the top and just not being experienced in this market and kind of jumping in on it. So um, we still stay true to, if you're on the seller side, you know, giving you a fair market um, value, you know, assessment of your home. And then also giving you this plan of how we make sure that we can get you what you're looking for for your home. Then on the buyer side, just send those expectations. You know, we still have to come in over a list if it's mm -hmm. listed at fair market value. Exactly. Right. <laughs> if it's listed at fair market value. And then, you know, we'll use our secret sauce and our proprietary way that we um, do our contracts, um, navigate through, you know, the Florida Far Bar where we make you look um, like a superstar when we submit your contract. And mm -hmm. outside of just submitting the contract, Matt and I building relationships, most likely. When we're putting in an offer, we know the other agent anyways, yep. right? Um, just due to the volume of business that we're doing. And um, we'll, you're in the right hands, so we'll get yeah. you squared away. One of the things, so actually I got two examples, and then we'll shut it down, all right? Um, <laughs> no rush on my end, I still got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, and um, that is, there's very few or very little old-fashioned mix on that one, so um, <laughs> nice. this one is strong. But anyway, um, so two examples. One was one of our agents, right? So one of our agents, they have a client that's looking in this specific community, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to close in this community. They want to buy there. That that is that is where they need to live, yep. right? They've already identified that. So um, she she had been showing them properties in this community, and I I told her yesterday. I said, hey, let me go to a showing on this particular property for them, right? On their behalf, they weren't they weren't attending it. Mm -hmm. But the whole focal point was to build that relationship with this other agent and get us into a position that we could win the deal, mm -hmm. right? Because part of it, like price and terms and all that stuff is all great, right? Yeah. But again, it's that connection that you can make with the other agent. And part of that connection is professionalism. Exactly. Yeah, and follow through. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I went, did that, right? Got them into secured, locked-in position. Actually even got a call from the agent today mm -hmm. about like, hey, where are you guys at? What's going on? We still got some things that we got to work out with the other client, but, um, but it's definitely a situation where like, if we submit an offer based on what we were able to do yesterday while we were mm -hmm. at the property, it's ours. Keyword, you're representing a buyer in a hot market. Mm -hmm. You went and built a relationship and you had a listing agent call you back to yep. ask you where your offer was stated, yep. Yep. right? As opposed to, hey, did you get my offer? Can you please tell me what you see? Mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and all because of that face-to-face -face mm -hmm. meeting with them, right? Yeah. Building a relationship with them, mm -hmm. making them feel like, man, if we work with um, HWRE Group, yep. we know that this deal is going to close and we know it's going to be smooth. That's, a, that's most important when picking somebody to represent you on either side of the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really, really important. And another example, last one, um, was another client that we had showed a property to. We submitted an offer this morning. The agent called me back, right? And um, said, Matt, I love your offer. Like, let's go. Nice. Right? And, um, and that was awesome. They have multiple offers on the table right now, mm -hmm. right? What we did differently, again, 
connect with the agent. We built a rapport. She's calling me back. Obviously, she already has my phone number. Yep. Why does she have my phone number? Because we've had multiple conversations already, mm -hmm. right? The property's been on the market for a day and we've already had three conversations, yep. right? <laughs> and so why are we doing this? To help our client win the deal at the end of the day. Yep. And it's like the little things like that that position our clients to be in the best position to get what they want, right? 100%. And, um, and so like the, the, the end of that... The last conversation I had with her was, hey, you know, we're intending to make an offer, accept an offer within the next couple of days. We might wait until the end of the weekend to review everything. And then the next call I get is like, Matt, we love your offer. Like, I'm going to present this tonight and we should be under contract before the end of the day. Nice. Right? Exceeding all expectations with what, with what was originally on the table. Right, and a lot of that is again building a relationship, and then knowing what we need to do to help our clients win the deal. We essentially did on that property. We did our own inspection mm -hmm. before, like we actually <laughs> had an inspector come in, right? Nice. And yeah. so, like we're going through, we're testing everything throughout the house. Nice. And so, like our clients can submit an offer, understanding everything that we could possibly touch in that house, right? And so, like those are the little things that are helping people win a deal. And move forward in this process and so like it's I, and for those of you who are paying attention and listening just to be very clear you might see my my um, body language and emotions I'm unfazed by this because this is just what we do yeah <laughs> if you're listening like, to the audio I, then you don't see yeah, it but okay this is my first time <laughs> this is my first time hearing about this <laughs> to be very clear and other teams are celebrating and doing high fives but as soon as Matt says hey you know, I had buyers, I'm going to represent, we're going to submit an offer. My level of confidence are like, <laughs> sweet, that's just what he does. Yep, <laughs> that's what we do. That's like, just what we do. It's easy. You know, we don't have buyers on the market for long periods of time. We don't have sellers getting under ask, you know, that's yep. just what we do. And um, yeah, I think it's a testament to our culture and the value add that we bring to this particular market. Yep. And our professional, you know, our professionalism, you know, coming from, you know, a corporate environment, a work ethic, you know um you know that entrepreneurial spirit spirit mm -hmm. you know we're just you know so much more than the flyby agent who's like i got a card i got a you know i'm part of a board and association i can represent you you know you really have to stick with some you know people who have your best interest in mind mm -hmm. um who are representing you like it's their own money mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? i just don't care i will <laughs> literally be like i personally get offended with other agents <laughs> like you don't know we're not going a thousand dollars more <laughs> then i call my buyer like yeah we'll do three thousand dollars more <laughs> and like, it's the principle <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're being unreasonable <laughs> buyer's like calm down david like we got an extra two thousand hold on i am not spending more of your money <laughs> yeah man but that's the thing like and, and, and it really helps at the end of the day yeah and so um it's all about helping our our yeah. clients win yep right and i think that's what we do really well i think that's what we do do really well you're right cheers to that cheers to that oh yeah man. all right you guys so um we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up on that one uh, another amazing episode of Real Estate Unscripted with the HWRE group. And we thank you guys for listening and, and or watching, right? We're not going to forget the people that watch it as well. But um, thank you guys so much. And we'll hit you with another episode next week. See ya.